Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're picking up in verse 38 of Mark 9 today. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone using your name to cast out demons, but we told him to stop because he wasn't in our group. Don't stop him, Jesus said. No one who performs a miracle in my name will soon be able to speak evil of me. Anyone who is not against us is for us. If anyone gives you even a cup of water because you belong to the Messiah, I tell you the truth, that person will surely be rewarded. But if you cause one of these little ones who trusts me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to be thrown into the sea with a large millstone hung around your neck. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better to enter eternal life with only one hand than to go into the unquenchable fires of hell with two hands. If your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better to enter eternal life with only one foot than to be thrown into hell with two feet. And if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. It's better to enter the kingdom of God with only one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where the maggots never die and the fire never goes out. For everyone will be tested with fire. Salt is good for seasoning, but if it loses its flavor, how do you make it salty again? You must have the qualities of salt among yourselves and live in peace with each other. It's almost a theme that we've returned to with the Sermon on the Mount as Jesus wraps up the passage we're looking at today. I invite you again, if you have your Bibles handy, to keep them open and to follow along as we go through these verses. But as we look at this text, uh, I'm curious if you picked up on the moral, the overall moral of this passage. And I would dare say that if I may interject uh, and propose a possible moral for this passage, it is to check your intentions as the follower of Jesus. The concerns of the disciples, especially John, is valid. I think there's a, a time and a place to be concerned about this, but John here in this case is concerned for the wrong reasons. Jesus tells them that they don't have to worry about this person who is also proclaiming in the name of Jesus, uh, that anybody who does the work of Jesus using his name correctly is their ally, not an enemy. Anybody working for us is obviously for us. These disciples are worried that someone might be overshadowing their own ministry. This is what John is worried about. Could they possibly take the spotlight away from Jesus where it rightfully belongs? And Jesus is saying that this is not what's happening. What is going on here is uh, not this childish grab for attention or notoriety, but it is uh, a simple attempt to work alongside the ministry and work of Jesus. And Jesus is all for it, right? He tells them, what are you doing? Don't stop. Don't stop them. Go ahead, have him do it. Can tell him to continue, right? Because the work is 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 taxing, it is long, it is exhaustive, and, and there's no shortage of work to be done. So all hands on deck is kind of what Jesus is saying. Although this is a legitimate concern, right? What happens if someone does something bad in the name of Jesus? Think of all of the bad press that Jesus might get if someone is doing something in his name. Right? There's a whole genre of propaganda revolving around tearing people down or dragging people through the mud. It's, it's debasing and it's not great to, to watch or listen to because people are being torn down in the middle of all of this. But Jesus isn't worried, right? Anyone who does good in his name will surely be rewarded. But the invitation here is to check our motive. Are we taking sin seriously? Because again, what is the intention with our actions? Are we trying to gain glory for yourself? Are you trying to build up the kingdom of God? Or are you trying to compromise the name and the work of Jesus? People, unfortunately, do this 
all the time. Think of how many not so great things throughout history have been done in the name of religion or in the name of God or because Jesus told me to do this. And the actions of some people, you look at it and you'd say, Jesus would never tell someone to do this, right? So there's people who go around and deceiving people in the name of God or religion or Jesus, and they drag the name of Jesus through the mud. Jesus says that people like this will be held more accountable. How serious is it to drag people away? Well, it's better if you chuck yourself into the ocean with an enormous millstone tied around your neck. Go ahead and pause this episode. I'll wait here. Uh, Look up on your favorite search engine what a millstone is, especially uh, try and find the image of what a millstone is. And when you find it, you can unpause. So I'll wait. Go ahead and look it up. It's pretty enormous, right? If you take a look at this millstone, it's this idea that you are going to die an inescapable death. And not just like, oh, we're just going to stay in the shallow end. This is you plummeting to the bottom of the sea. It would be better for you to go through that than it would be for God to get his hands on you, having deceived any of the people that are his children, especially how Jesus considers children, right? God is not deceived. And teachers here, and we're going to look again at James chapter 3. I'm going to point you to James 3, 1. Teachers are judged more strictly. They are held to a higher standard. Why? Because they are the ones who are communicating God's truth. And it is their obligation to do so honestly and sincerely and as proficiently as possible. They have to do so with excellence because they are the ones communicating God's truth. And it is not Uh, their duty here. It is not for them to try and deceive people. And if they do, there is consequences for this. And Jesus here, again, along the lines of the Sermon on the Mount, shows us how serious sin is. And we need to take it seriously, right? It's better to go through temporary punishment to receive glory instead of coming into the fires of hell fully armed and with both eyes. And, and and Jesus here is obviously not saying, go ahead and cut off your feet if it's causing you to stumble. He's not telling people to maim themselves. He's telling us how serious we should take sin. So considering our intentions and our actions and why we do what we do, it leads us to our takeaway question today. What motive should you have when you share your faith in Jesus? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistol. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.